SLB Radio in Pittsburgh presents From There to Here Stories of men and women born in other countries who now live in Pittsburgh South Sudan I was born in Herat, Afghanistan I was born in Vienna, Austria in 1918 I was raised in the Carib territory Dominica is an independent island We have a lot of castles in Poland and old buildings Here is a little bit more modern Um, city Busan is about 5 million people A lot of people living in a very close, small space So there are lots of tall buildings, lots of apartments Very, very busy Over here in Pittsburgh It's a little bit more laid back And I kind of like that different pace of life On this episode, Philip Stelzel. Philip is from Germany. He first visited the U.S. through a high school exchange program. He describes how education is funded differently in Germany than in the U.S. He likes how Pittsburghers are more open to conversation with people in public spaces than in Germany. Philip now lives in Pittsburgh and is a professor at Duquesne University. Here's Philip's story. I first came to the U.S. in 2002 as an exchange student. Then I was back in Germany for a year in 2003, 2004. And in the fall of 2004, I moved to the U.S. I'm a professor at Duquesne University. I teach 20th century European history. I've been in Pittsburgh since 2014. Before that, I lived in Boston for two years. Before that, I was in North Carolina for eight years. And my first year in the U.S., I spent in New York City. Not geographically, but size-wise, Boston reminded me of Munich. You know, Boston is a very international city. It has a lot of universities. It has a good orchestra. It has great museums. That's also something that it has in common with Munich, that it has a lot of culture. So I think Boston is probably the place that reminded me the most of of Munich. There are a lot of differences. I think it's easier in the United States when you get there to meet people and talk to them. I think Americans are generally more open talking to strangers that makes things easier. I mean, in Pittsburgh, that's been my experience. People are a little nicer to you. One experience I had that really showed me the difference just in sort of interactions, personal interactions. I was back in Germany over the summer and I was at a, at a grocery store and I was standing in line and I was surprised that there was a relatively long line at, at the checkout. And so I turned to the woman behind me and say something like, oh, that's really surprising that there's such a long wait uh, at this time of the day. She looked at me as if I was crazy. And I realized, oh, right, it's Germany. You don't just talk to strangers. And of course, here you can do that and nobody will object to that. And I've just gotten so used to it that you can just sort of talk to somebody real quick. That in Germany can surprise people and then they might have a weird reaction. Where Germany, I think, does things a lot better. In Germany, most universities are public universities. So they are funded by taxpayers' money and it's agreed people in Germany Almost all of them think this is a good thing, that you should have public funding of education. And as a result, when I was in Munich, I studied there for four years, there was no tuition fee. It was free. And, you know, sort of looking at my students, how much they pay for college and how much college debt they have. I feel sorry for them that they have to go through this. And I regret that education isn't really valued enough in the United States. And I wish that was different. You know, had I wanted to have kids... I would not have stayed here because I think the U.S. is a really, really bad country to raise kids. And, you know, everybody talks about family values, especially conservatives in this country. They're really not concerned very much with what happens when people have children. The lack of funding for public schools is one issue. You know, my sister, when she had a baby, she could take a year off from work 
and she got two thirds of her pay, even though she wasn't working. And that's something that the state pays for because they think it's important that when you're a parent, you get to spend some time with your newborn. Here, I know that female friends, they will time, you know, giving birth to when, for example, the semester ends. So they have the summer to spend with their baby before they have to go back to work. And that's terrible. If kids were part of my plan, I would have gone back a long time ago. I didn't know this until I moved to Pittsburgh and I looked it up. German Americans are the biggest ethnic community in Pittsburgh. So this happens actually a lot to me when I tell people I'm from Germany, that they will say, oh, you know, I have my great grandfather or my grandmother or whoever it is came from Germany and it's from this part of the country. And so that's actually pretty common to me. Then I always ask them, have you gone to the town where your grandparents grew up? And, you know, when they say no, then I said, well, you should really do this because I think it's interesting to get back to your family history and, you know, figure out where they came from originally. So what I teach is usually 20th century European history. I also teach about transatlantic relations. So the relations between Europe and the United States and between Germany and the United States. My area of expertise is, is really German history, in particular German history after World War II. Two years ago, I published um, this book, which is called History After Hitler, a transatlantic enterprise. And it studies how after World War II, German and American historians wrote about Germany. I wrote this book because... In World War II, of course, the United States and Germany were enemies and fought each other. And then after World War II, when the Cold War started, Germany was divided after World War II. And the Western part, the democratic and capitalist part, then became an ally of the United States in the Cold War. So the question I ask myself is, what happens if two countries go from being enemies to close allies? How does that affect the ways in which academics, in which historians deal with each other from both countries. Wanting to write that book had to do also with my personal story that I, you know, grew up in Germany, but I've lived here for 16 years. I'm not a citizen, but I have a green card. So I feel like I have a sort of a foot on both sides of the Atlantic. I know this is far away for you guys because, you know, you're in fifth grade, but if the time comes and you have a chance of studying abroad, you should really, really do it. It's the best thing I've ever done because not only did I get to know a different country? And that's very interesting. But also when you go and you live abroad in another country, you also learn something about your own country. You know, things that you just sort of took for granted. And you realize you live somewhere else and people do things differently. And it's really interesting sort of this comparison. And it's never going to be as easy again when you're a student, you know, whether it's high school exchange or university exchange, you put in a structure. You know, you go to a school there or you go to the university there. It really helps sort of, you know, finding people, finding friends. I get always very preachy when I talk about these things, but that's definitely something I would recommend that if you get the chance of studying abroad, you should definitely do it. I think we need more people, especially right now when you see nationalism becoming a bigger force across the world, really, you know, in the US, in Latin America, also in Europe. So when people become more nationalist and they become more narrow-minded, I think it's really important for younger people like you guys, like your generation, to really learn about other places, understand other cultures. That's my final thought. This episode is based on an interview conducted by Hannah, Lucia, Rowan, Broden, and Aaron from Winchester Thurston School. To learn more about SLB Radio, visit slbradio.org.